guys. Welcome back to Typically Peachy. I hope everyone's week is going well. Let's get right into it. What's new with me? This past weekend was really fun. My boyfriend's brother was in town, so we were back on our hosting game. And we did a lot of fun stuff. We hung out with some people. We went out. We watched the games, both USC versus Notre Dame, which I cannot talk about because that was not a fun one to watch for me. If you know the outcome, you'll understand why. And then Sunday, we also watched the Vikings versus Bears game. And that one, we were victorious. Vikings took home the win. But yeah, it was really fun overall. We went to a batting cage, which I don't think I've actually ever been to a batting cage. But I really liked it. It was a really fun vibe. But I have to say, I am not very good at all. My wrist still hurts, and I'm pretty sure I hit a total of maybe three of the baseballs. So definitely something to improve on. But it was a cool place. I feel like we're probably going to go back there. And then on Sunday, me and my boyfriend have started to do Sunday home-cooked meals, which I have been loving It's making it so that there's something to look forward to at the end of the weekend. And who doesn't love a home-cooked meal? The smells in the apartment are all so good. It's such a cozy feeling. I light some candles. It's comfy. We put on ambient lighting so nothing too harsh. It's just a really nice way to end your weekend and to enter into the week. And then this week has been pretty manageable, but I have been busy I'm recording another Excuse My Reach podcast episode, so I've been planning for that, which actually is the final episode of the season. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit more about that later in this episode, but before we get into that, let's get into the rest of this podcast episode and right in to what's hot this week. Of course, because we are now in the full swing of fall, we are in the thick of October, We have a holiday that is fast approaching that I feel like always kind of sneaks up on people in the spookiest of ways because yes, I'm talking about Halloween, of course, and I feel that pretty much every year I end up not thinking about a costume until it's almost too late to do anything different, which is fine because my tried and true costume will probably always be my favorite costume, which is an astronaut, by the way. If you guys don't know, I love being an astronaut for Halloween. It's always a huge hit in particular because of my helmet, which by the way is something that I just ordered on Amazon. I think it was like 20 bucks, but I feel like every single time that we go out for Halloween and I'm in my astronaut costume, there are other astronauts there that want my helmet. They don't have a helmet and I'm like, why didn't you guys get a helmet? This absolutely completes the look. Last year, another person dressed up as an astronaut actually offered to buy my helmet off of me. And I was like, absolutely not. I can't go into space without my helmet. So I kept it. Very likely going to be wearing it again this year, at least for one of the days that we go out. But in case you guys are in need of some ideas, I'm personally in need of some additional ideas. I found some articles that are perfect for just that. And I feel like now more and more people love doing the pop culture Halloween costumes. So if you are among that group, which honestly I would like to be too, I'm just always late on it. So let's get some ideas here, okay? First, from the New York Post, best pop culture Halloween costumes of 2023, from Barbie to Bridgerton. Side note on that though, Bridgerton, I loved season one. 
and then I really dropped off and never kept watching. I think there's only a season two, but I'm not really sure, but that just reminded me that I should watch that show again. Alright, that was just a tangent. Here's the list. First up, Barbie or Ken from the Barbie movie. I feel like we're going to be seeing this costume everywhere this year, and there are a lot of different looks that you could choose from, because some of those from the movie were absolutely iconic. You could be Barbie in the box, you could be Barbie and Ken with the rollerblades, you could be her in her dress when she floats down from her Barbie dream house, you could be Barbie cowgirl, definitely a lot of opportunities there. The next on New York Post list, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. This is another movie that I am now just getting reminded that I have not seen it yet and I was so excited to see it. And I remember the one time that I looked to watch it on streaming, it wasn't out yet, so then I kind of forgot, but honestly, I might watch this movie this weekend because I'm really excited about it, and I feel like this would be a really great costume, very topical. Next, I'm sure we're going to see this a lot too, Taylor Swift from the Eras Tour. Again, a ton of different looks that you could pick from. I myself, sadly, have not gone to the Eras Tour. But now that the movie's out, I feel like you could get even more inspiration from all of her different looks. Another one from their list, which actually I think is a really good idea, Carmi from The Bear. Basically, this costume is pretty much just cool chef. I feel like that's what Carmi encompasses. Next, another one that I feel like we're going to see a lot of, Wednesday Adams from Wednesday. This is one that I actually feel like I could pull off very well because I too have dark hair. I love her as a character. I miss this show. I want it to come back. And it's just an overall fun and I feel like relatively easy costume to accomplish. Next on their list, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Daisy. Definitely a very fun friends costume or family costume if you want to dress up the family. This one, I feel like you always see a Luigi and a Mario somewhere out there on Halloween, but it would be fun to incorporate Daisy and Peach as well, so get some more people to your group, bring in the whole crew. Another idea, I feel like one that was big last year, but continuing on, Maverick from Top Gun. This seems to be a crowd favorite. It's a pretty easy one. I feel like it's honestly pretty similar to an astronaut. Like, really all you need is a suit, and then instead of a helmet for an astronaut, you could wear aviators for Maverick. Next on the list, Daphne Bridgerton from Bridgerton. This one, it's really just like a regal dress, a tiara, maybe some bling. I see how you can make this one really cute, kind of royal. I like it. Next on the list, Elvis which is definitely a fun one, definitely topical with the movie, but also still very much a classic costume idea. This one I feel like you would need a wig though to make the look really come to life. But I'm not opposed to stuff like that. Bringing it back to the astronaut costume, previous to wearing the helmet, I would think that I would be annoyed of having something on my head the whole night, but it's kind of fun. You can put the face mask down if you kind of just want to be in your own world. So similarly to the Elvis costume, maybe having the wig and sunglasses could kind of put you in your own space, which is sometimes fun or needed when you're out and about. 
All right, guys, and last up on their list, a costume from another show that I have not yet seen but is on my watch list, Beth Dutton and Rip Wheeler from Yellowstone. A couple's costume, a friend's costume, whatever it may be, it seems like all you kind of need for this is a cowboy hat, a cowboy western shirt, and then for Beth Dutton, they're saying you could wear a satin-rich gold dress with a faux fur leopard coat. Seems easy enough, especially when you have some time to plan. I understand that we don't have that much time until Halloween, but I'm giving you guys this list early. I'm trying to get the wheels turning for myself as well a couple weeks before instead of week of so that we actually can order things if we want to. Also, this is just one list. New York Post put together, I feel like, pretty good options, but there are a ton out there. I just had to pick one to consolidate, but I remember I did see another list that had Daisy Jones on it, and I feel like if you're a redhead or not, but cool with wearing a wig, I think that would be a really fun costume as well. There are a bunch more that I saw that I just can't remember right now, but check some of those out look into it and look into it now before you forget and it becomes the week of Halloween and you're left being an astronaut again. Although like I said guys, you know me, if I can be an astronaut for at least one day of the year, I'm gonna take the opportunity to do so. All right, that is it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. First up, I have a docu-series to recommend, one that I talked to you guys about a couple weeks ago. I told you that it was coming out and that I was going to watch it. And honestly, I was going to watch it the week that it came out, but things got busy as they always seem to. So I pushed it back, but I finally watched it and I am so excited to share my thoughts because it was great, you guys. This docu-series is called The Supermodels. Here's your summary. A look at the careers of Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, Linda Evangelista, and Christy Turlington, revealing how they dominated the modeling world while forging a bond that shifted the power dynamic of the industry. This was such a great docuseries to watch for so many reasons, but one of them being that you see these supermodels on the runway, in magazines, in ad campaigns, but I feel like you so rarely get to see their personality from their point of view, not just from other people sharing accounts of their life or accounts of interactions, and I just loved being able to hear from them firsthand what their experiences were like as this group of four, but also individually, because they all did have very different stories to share that were completely personal to them. But then it was really cool to see that this sisterhood kind of formed between these models that were in kind of this same group of superstardom. They came up around the same time. They had each other's backs, which was kind of the coolest thing to see, that even if their struggles were not the same as one another, they supported each other tried to make it so that they all had similar opportunities in a world where obviously opportunities are not granted the same way for everybody across the board. It was just really cool, and while they did say that there was an element of competition between them, it felt like it wasn't so strong 
that it outweighed the support in any kind of way. Like, they just did seem genuinely happy for each other and stood by each other through some very challenging times. I loved it. I loved seeing what they're all doing now, some of them that are still in this world, which is really incredible to see, too, just how they've shaped their careers within an industry that they truly did change. The role of, I guess, somebody from an outsider's perspective, what you'd consider as modeling, it feels like they redefined it that it's not just about one thing. A model does so many different things. And to reach this kind of level of superstardom, being household names, like it really is kind of one in a million type thing, you know? And that's why I'm saying that goes so far past just the normal thing of what we think a model is. These women worked. They worked hard. They built themselves as a brand. Brands wanted to come to them to help increase their sales. Magazines wanted them on their covers so that they could sell more copies. They helped to concretely make a monetary difference in the industry based on who they were because people wanted to see them all the time. It's really incredible. Obviously, I highly recommend. I wanted more episodes if I'm being honest. But if you guys have not seen it yet, check it out again. It is called The Supermodels. It is a four-part docuseries, and it is on Apple TV+. All right, guys, next up for what's good, I have an accessory to recommend. And that accessory is for your phone. Yes, it's a phone case. I got a new case for the new season. I was very excited about it because it's cute, it's durable, it's customizable, And I've previously bought cases from them before, so I knew that they were good. The brand that I bought it from is Casetify. So the case that I got is the Impact case. I got it in the color orange, and it's kind of see-through. And then I put my name on it in all caps, kind of cursive lettering on the side. It's really cute. The case is bright. It's bold. I'm kind of obsessed with it. But, you guys... More than the fact that it's just cute and all of that and it's durable and everything like that, like I guess super durable, a lot of people do drop tests with it where you can drop it from pretty high up and your phone does not crack, which I will say my phone has never cracked with the case to fi case on and I feel like that used to be kind of an issue for me. Like I would get little cracks in my phone or whatever, but not since I've had a case to fi case, so I don't know, take that for what it is. But the main reason that I wanted to share this was because of some top-notch customer service. And I've really been loving sharing great customer service stories with you guys here. I think I shared one, I don't remember if it was last week or two weeks ago. But I experienced great customer service, and I like sharing that because it definitely matters as a consumer. It makes you want to purchase from them again. And this definitely did. I already love their products. But I emailed them because when my case came... I don't know if it was damaged right away or if it was within like the first day that it got like incredibly scratched up and I didn't drop it or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't know if the one that I got was just a little defective or something like that. But I emailed them and they have, I guess, a 10 days no questions asked policy where they will replace or exchange your case for you. I don't know all the specifications of it. I'm pretty sure it was 10 days. 
I don't know if it excludes some cases or anything like that, so check their website for all those details. But I'm glad I emailed them because they told me that. And then the process of them getting me my new case was so incredibly seamless, and somebody was talking to me every single step of the way. Emails back and forth, making sure that it looked good, making sure that it looked right, the new product that they were sending, all of that, giving me details that it was being created, giving me details when it shipped out. It was really great to just know what was happening the entire time, which may seem like a little thing, but when you've purchased a product, it comes, it's not exactly what you thought it was going to be, or there's damage to it or whatever. It's so nice to know that somebody cares, I guess, just that they're taking time to build that trust and credibility with their consumers. It definitely meant a lot. I got my new case. It's perfect, exactly what I wanted. So if you guys are looking for a new case, know that at least I feel my accounts of it, Casetify is a really good product. Also, the one that I got is made from recycled phone cases. I love that they do that. It makes me feel good about my purchase. And another thing that makes me feel good about the company, doing a little bit of good. So that's my take. If you guys want to get the same one as me, again, it's called the Impact Case. I customized it with my name. The case is orange. The color of my name is yellow. It feels perfect for this season. I'm very happy with how it all turned out. So check them out for yourself. If you're at all interested, you can go to casetify.com. All right, guys, and last up for what's good, your song. It is called Changing by the Airborne Toxic Event. Not a new song, but definitely a great one, so it had to go on the playlist. As always, if you guys want to check that out, it is called Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. And now, let's get into Need to Know Basis. Like I told you guys, this week I'm recording a very exciting episode of Excuse My Reach, and it's exciting for a couple different reasons. One, because I am so incredibly interested to talk to the guest that I'm having on. She is somebody that is a photographer, has photographed many concerts for some huge artists, and she also just finished law school. Okay, so she was doing all of that at the same time. Really, really cool. I highly recommend checking that episode out. It's going to come out the first Friday of November, so that will be November 3rd. Mark your calendars. Follow Excuse My Reach anywhere you can find your podcasts. So that's reason number one. A really exciting guest, a really exciting interview is always a great thing. But exciting reason number two is, like I mentioned, this is the last episode of season one of Excuse My Reach. I have now been doing this podcast for a year, which I'm very proud of myself for. But another thing that I'm also very proud of myself for is the fact that I have decided that I am concretely taking a break until the next season, which I will likely start up then again in January. So November will be the last episode of season one, December will be a break, and then in the new year, we're going to start it up again. And maybe you're thinking like, Emma, yeah, that sounds reasonable to take a break after the first season, which happens to be a break in December, which aligns with the seasonal holidays, which is when a lot of people take breaks. So yes, absolutely makes sense. And yes, it does make sense. 
if I were to talk to anybody else about anything that they do, I would say, yeah, that seems like the perfect time to take a break. But why it feels like an accomplishment for me to take a break is because I'm not good at breaks. I'm actually incredibly bad at taking breaks. And I know we've discussed this before because we still have not taken a break from Typically Peachy. We have been doing this every single week. We reached the three-year mark, which is wild if you think about it. And I definitely have been thinking about it a lot because I always kind of knew because of how challenging it's been for me to take a break with Typically Peachy. I always knew that for my other podcast, Excuse My Reach, I needed to have the mindset at the start that after the year mark, I was going to be taking a break. And yes, of course, part of the reason to do that is because I think that we all need breaks. We all just need some time to chill and not be going full steam ahead every single week, every single month, every single moment. But more than just a need for a break, why I'm doing it is kind of to regain back control. I think a lot of times we talk about obsessive habits for bad things, like being too dependent on things that we deem as bad or not good for us or destructive, things of that nature. But what we maybe don't address enough is being attached to things that we deem as admirable. Because of course, if we think the thing that we're doing is good, something good is coming out of it, then why would those obsessive habits be bad? They're leading to positive outcomes. But regardless, if the outcome is good, if it's bad, if it's neutral, the reality is, if you feel so connected to it, so unable to detach, you don't have control over the situation that you're in. For me, for typically peachy, and to an extent for excuse my reach, which is something that I'm trying to prevent, I feel like I am consumed by consistency. And we hear the word consistency, and as somebody that creates anything, that is a positive word. Be consistent, keep going, put out things on a schedule, have a routine. All of these things that I would give somebody as tips if they wanted to start their own podcast. Or honestly, just in life, in work, whatever you're doing, I deem consistency as a pretty good thing. But being consumed by consistency can very easily become a bad thing. You can feel overwhelmed, you can feel overworked, you can feel burnt out, you can feel like you need a break, but you can't take a break. Sometimes I think we just need to focus on detaching from those tendencies and regaining some control over the frequency in which we're doing things, even if they are good things. Because also, guys, I still want to love this. I still want to love creating, putting out content, all that stuff. And I do still love it, which is almost a wild thing to me too with Typically Peachy. I'm like, how am I still loving this if I've never taken a break from it? That's a little bit scary. Because then I'm like, what would that break do? And the longer you wait to take a break, the harder it becomes to take a break. This is the problem, you guys. The problem that I am trying to overcome 
So, like I've said before, even though I have not yet been able to take a break with Typically Peachy, we are going to let Excuse My Reach be the first one to take a break. Maybe that will make it a little bit easier for me to do it with Typically Peachy. I think just easing into it, getting back my control, will lead to really great, necessary things. So I don't know if this is something that you guys struggle with. I guess just try to remember that too much of a good thing is still too much. I'm working on it. As always, we'll work on it together. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Try to detach. Regain that control. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends.